Oh, we should start with that. <laughs> yeah, let's start. Huh? Now I can breathe through my nose now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you did the thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna try this starting now. Um, let's start with your best Adam Dunlap impression. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> we're gonna start with that? Yes. All right. You gotta talk out of the side of your mouth. And you just gotta create relationships, you know? You know what I'm saying? Right? You wanna create relationships that are lasting, and it's not marketing, it's just relationships between people give you money. Is that good? That was, that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> So you got the you got the side of the mouth thing, and okay. the kind of I don't know if this is a Boston accent or, or what it is, um, but you realize as Adam starts to talk more, he starts to use his hands more, and he has very tiny hands, so you have to <laughs> be a little T-Rex with it. The more he starts to talk, the more he starts to philosophize, like he's telling you a secret. It's between me and you. It's all it's all so quiet, like just just between me and you. That's that's Adam Dunlap. <laughs> that was pretty so, good, I guess. <laughs> so, what did you what did you think of him? Um, <laughs> I have actually mixed feelings about him, to be honest. I think he gets a really bad rap for a, for potentially like the wrong reasons. I think he's I don't think he's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's made some poor like decisions, like business wise, in the past. And I think the biggest problem I have is that he he hasn't fully acknowledged that he's made mistakes. And that's what I want him to do. I just want him to be like, look, I made a mistake, like, I messed up. Own that mistake and then be able to, like, try to move forward. But instead he tries to, like, defend every time he's, mm. like, every time there's something brought up about him. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think he's, I don't think he's a bad guy. He seems actually like a pretty good guy. Like, when we were at the round, round of boot, um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, like, we, we found out that he pays people to you know, he he pays parkour athletes. He, sponsor them. he yeah. sponsors them, like like legitimate sponsors, not like oh here's a shirt, wear it for free. It's no 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 here wear this shirt because I'm gonna give you some money to wear the shirt, um, which I think is a really huge step forward in parkour as a sport. And uh, and there, there's nobody else out there doing it that I know of. Like I I don't know of any other you know parkour company that's actually paying people money just to you know wear their product yeah well, there could be there could be yeah <laughs> uh, but, but it's almost like uh it's almost like people should speak out about it more mm -hmm. it's like i'm getting money. i don't know maybe it, it taints it or something something but i don't think it does i think uh what's worse is people that are just you know getting free clothes which really doesn't cost a company that much to give them product mm -hmm. uh and then advertising for them because they're yeah. wearing their free clothes like it should actually be worth something but mm. uh yeah um the roundabout didn't quite go the way i thought it was gonna go i thought it was gonna be live streamed yeah uh what did you think about that um it just didn't seem very organized um and i understand why i think <laughs> you know because joey it was joey's idea joey adrian um and he was like I guess he wanted to put together this this thing because he wanted to address some of the problems with that that he had with with Adam. He's still a mm -hmm. take flight sponsored athlete, and I think he still has a good relationship with Adam. But he wanted to bring up some of those things, and then also talk about 
issues that he wanted to talk about, like things like competition, things like parks and um, and like charity, like park work, like charity work, that kind of stuff. Um, which you know, I, and I thought the actual discussion was good. It was I actually really appreciated um, how that went. Um, but yeah, like I think Joey just kind of like he it was his idea, and then it was just kind of like here's the idea, like, I hope it's organized somehow, you know? Yeah. And, uh... It's kind of how he says he does everything. Yeah, that's, that's basically what, what is, I just think is his personality. Mm -hmm. What do you think? What, what uh, do you think of the, the format, the, the talk? Well, you know, like, in the middle of it, when it started to get, uh, I don't even know if this footage will come out ever, but it started to, to me, turn into a take-flight press conference where yeah. it was just people asking Adam questions, and Adam being defensive or just going off on some tangent about something else mm -hmm. and not actually addressing the, the question being asked. So I was just getting kind of tired of it and I, I just said it. I just mm -hmm. said, you know, this is, this is turning into a press conference for Take Flight. Mm -hmm. And you probably wish I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I just kind of, I mean, I appreciated that you said it because I think it, it needed to be called out for what it was turning into for sure. But I thought the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it. I thought it. It could have gone on a little bit longer, but again, like I what I wanted to hear from Adam wasn't like, here. Here's my story, and here's my defense of why this happened, or something. Like I just wanted. I just wanted to hear him say, like, yeah, like you know, that's probably a bad mistake. That was probably a mistake. You know, like I. You know, I probably we sh at Take Flight shouldn't have done that. Or. Uh, or take flight did it, you know, it's in the past now, there's nothing I can change about it. You know, that that would be a great answer to hear, but he yeah. didn't do that. He was defend, 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 um, because I guess in his mind, he doesn't feel like he did anything wrong, um, but that's not what people want to hear. <laughs> people want to hear like, okay, yeah, like I made a mistake, um, you know, here's why I think it's a mistake, you know, and here's what we're trying to do for the future to make ourselves a better company, more representative of the parkour community. I think that that would be a great way for him to like renew his reputation. Yeah, he's, he seems to have some good ideas, and I, it's a, it's a business, and he seems to be like really afraid of business terms. <laughs> yeah, whole, the whole relationship thing. Like what, we, which you is, were trying to defend marketing. I felt like I was, you were trying to defend. I was marketing. trying to defend business and yeah. money and parkour and the yeah. industry, and and then he brought up. He was just trying to like change the word. It, it reminded me of. Um, I kind of mentioned this before, but it reminded me of like a politician. How politicians like yeah. change words around to make them sound more appeasing to the public. Like he was. He was basically saying marketing is. Oh no no no! It, marketing is relationships, right? Yeah. Then that, you know that's why I was saying that in the beginning. <laughs> but it's marketing is relationships. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> but, but but it's also marketing. Like, mm. you want somebody, you want a sponsored athlete to wear your product so that you will get exposure as a company. You're not going to just give your product to somebody who's not going to give you exposure, um, and definitely you're definitely not going to give them money too. Mm. You know, like, so yeah, it's a relationship, but it's a business relationship. Like, you know. It's it's a it's marketing. You want your product, you want your business to grow, and so you're doing something for this athlete so that they will support you. So it is a relationship. But I don't know. It seemed like he was trying to twist it in ways that like politicians kind of do, uh, which I really didn't like. But um, but yeah, I, I felt I was trying to almost defend him and and the, and the business in some way, and then he sort of switched around, like almost like I was. I don't know if I don't know if he thought I was like disagreeing with him or attacking him or something like that, but 
I, was, I think I was trying to like show him that like no like you know business is good in parkour <laughs> and I think like what Take Flight is doing at least some of the things you know it, it, it's a good thing so yeah, yeah. Cool. So it, I had fun. I had fun during the weekend, though. Yeah. Portland is a nice place, even though it rained all the time. Yeah, I'd like to go back. They were um, pretty uh, hospitable at the gym and everything. Yeah. So they have cool. amazing coffee. They do have amazing coffee and food. Yeah, that's uh, true. We enjoyed their <laughs> their uh, their delights. Their goods. Anyway, um, I figured we talk about a couple of videos this week because we haven't really okay. had a chance to do that. Uh, you saw Min's video. I did. Um, I enjoy the uh, quality of his movement. Right. Say, um, what do you what do you think about uh, Min and, and this video in particular? Uh, he's super clean. I, I think it's clear that he has a lot of experience with uh, the type of the type of movements that he does. So, um, I, I I think uh, he I love the way he puts lines together. Uh, I like his vision. I think he has some really cool ideas. Things I didn't like, though, is I feel like every time I see a video of his, it's in that same spot. And you know, on the one hand, it's like, okay, yeah, that's kind of that's cool. Like, like he's like getting the most out of the spot. But at the same time, it's like, is he adaptable um, to other environments? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, is he like does like does, can he take things to height? Can he do th you know? Um, like, what is his skill set outside of those white walls? Um, yeah, I think... Because he spends all, like, pretty much all of his movement is based around, like, um, I don't know, like, those, like, those cast mounts and, like, lazy vaults and... Graceful like, versions of uh, parkour movements. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm curious, I'm curious to see, like, how adaptable he is to, like, other types of environments, other types of other styles of parkour like can he um you know can he do like big gap jumps and stuff like that because he doesn't seem mm. to showcase that in his actual movement yeah i mean from what i've seen because uh, you, people got to realize too that in order to link vaults together quickly mm -hmm. requires force requires mm -hmm. hops requires other things and i think that the the way he's able to do it demonstrates that, that there's definitely hops there he even mm -hmm. has videos where he does uh not recently, but before, where he does a little bit of tumbling and stuff like that, too. Right, yeah. So I think he definitely has hops. Um, yeah, I think my whole thing with uh, min videos whenever they come up is people are always like, oh, it's, he's so fast and stuff. And I'm thinking, not really. <laughs> um, he's, he's intentionally um, favoring aesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, he's doing, like, traditional parkour movements, but he's... He's altering them to favor aesthetic, mm -hmm. like the whole like if you're gonna pre wall and then do like a swivel around into like a lazy vault, mm -hmm. which is cool. I mean, I was working on that before I busted my leg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not, but it's not like a fast move. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a freestyle move. If anything. Yeah, I, that, I think that's the biggest thing I get out of it is like he does a lot of traditional parkour stuff, mm -hmm. but like I guess the the thing that always comes up in my mind because mm -hmm. of the the era that we're in right now is like how would he do in a speed course? Like you know. Yeah, and, and and that that I find that question comes up a lot in my mind because like there's a lot of like traditional parkour guys out there that do like mm -hmm. these like the tech style, the techie technical tech techers yeah. and style, <laughs> and like you know stepping on the middle rail and stuff like that. Um, middle rail, <laughs> that step. middle rail step, um, and you know like catting weird things and you know doing like tiny dinos like at ground level, and I always wonder like can they do stuff at height can they actually apply their skills in 
speed runs, like real speed runs where there's a time. Right. Um, that to me is always a, an interesting question. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, I think he probably would do, would be, be reasonably well at it. He's got like a really solid skill set and he's com- clearly powerful, but it's just a matter of like, well, can he apply that like to, to the environment the same way <clears throat> that he can do these aesthetic movements? And, and, and the, the question also I have is how many practice attempts does it take him to get those lines? Mm-hmm. Like, is that like second, third try, or is that like 20th try? You know what I mean? Right. Well, um, so talking about speed courses, um, and uh, kind of when you watch videos, I felt like Max's new video, Max Henry, mm-hmm. uh, he tried to do that with the first portion of the video. It's yeah. like, here are some sample time trial courses. He has yet to compete in, in an actual official speed course, should, should yeah. mention. And I think yeah. that might change a lot of things for he him. He was supposed to be here. For, he, he was supposed to compete at APC, and then so, he was wrestling with Jeremy Sanders. Yeah, and, and hurt his hip or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I felt like the beginning of that video, mm-hmm. uh, he's kind of going on the limb, like trying something different, mm-hmm. because it was a lot of like long one long shots, lines, yeah. which is hard for a lot of people to watch. But it seems to be pretty well received. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like that part of the video exposed quite a few things mm-hmm. um, that he could probably improve at. Yep. Um, but I'll let you go first. Uh, what did you think of the video? Oh, I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I guess my my biggest issue with it is uh, I want him to put together a video that um, is like filmed and edited really well. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think he has that like as like, well, one, I don't think he's really cares enough. He doesn't do have it. a Giles. He doesn't have a Giles. He doesn't have like, and he, and he's not a Giles. He doesn't have the skill mm-hmm. set to do it. Right. So, um, so I guess that's my number one issue is like, I want to see like a good, like well-produced Max Henry video yeah. and that has yet to happen. Um, but that's a compliment because I think his movement is amazing. <laughs> uh, his, uh, but the lines, yeah, I think you're, I think I agree. It does expose some holes. Like there was, there's a few instances where he was like stuttering and yeah. like on his on his his step spacing was off. And yeah, particularly when he's coming down for uh, a speed step or a step vault. Right. I, I found there was a lot of uh, lines where he went to descend with one and he was very carefully like approaching the edge yeah. instead of doing like power strides at it. Yeah. Which. I don't know if he realized that when he watched it, because he, he he mentions in the I read like the description of the video. He mentions, oh, I think I'm. He thinks he's slow. This this no, yeah, yeah. So he's critical enough of himself, where I think he'll pick up onto it. I'll tell you what, though, he he did, he did some really unique um, movements, like uh, like he was doing this one descent that was really cool, and then he finishes with a uh, with a gate vault. And yeah, it was at the like, very beginning. Yeah, like and he was telling me about that actually when he was here. He was like, yeah, I found a gate vault that's like an applied gate vault yeah. like it's the best way to do it and i was like okay yeah. cool and then i i saw it and it's it is a really cool yeah. gate vault yeah, it would have been cool if maybe he had another angle of it too so we yeah could so you could see it like see or, or like see from the other side yeah. like when he actually descends mm-hmm. into it yeah that would be cool but again that's like he doesn't have a giles he doesn't mm-hmm. have somebody like critical of you know shots and stuff yeah. like that to actually help him with it um but yeah, I like that he's like his flip game is on point too. Like mm-hmm. he's got dub cork, dub a, like pretty, pretty looks pretty easy for him. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I think he's actually like really sort of underappreciated in terms of like what yeah. he can actually do. <laughs> and part of that is the, the quality, like the quality that goes into the video production, not necessarily his movement. 
uh, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate because there are some people on, on Facebook and stuff. I hear comment a lot of old school guys that are that hate on the, the new style of too many close shots or too many cuts and things right. like that in movement. And sometimes I hate it too. But uh, uh, yeah, if if he just uh, <laughs> someone uh, filming for him, he's gonna be in the storm video, I think. Mm -hmm. Probably get to see him do some cool stuff. Yeah. There's been some other videos, and there's parts of that video where it looks like he uses a different camera. But right. you know, who knows what's going on? I think we're just used to seeing uh, like gup videos where everything's shot with with like a wide fisheye and Kongs with a drop are made to look like they're taking forever in the air to get to it because slow-mo combined with, with fisheye and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really hard to look at Max's video and you almost have to watch it a couple times to appreciate you know, how much air time he's getting and how big these jumps mm -hmm. are. Because we know, mm. we've uh, oh, yeah. met him, trained with him and uh, yeah, he's, he's on another level when it comes to and you, Power you know I love those double Kongs he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I learned quite a bit from him, like, mm -hmm. when he was here, like, with the with his double Kong game, like, rail, rail double Kongs and, mm -hmm. like, weird stuff like that. So, cool. yeah, I liked it. Cool. Um, is there any other videos you wanted to talk about? Or is uh, the uh, Dodo video. The new Dodo, Dodo video. So it's not, not quite a uh, traditional parkour video, so we'll yeah. throw that in. Uh, yeah. We watched that the other day. Yeah. There t tends to be a theme of a thing you can do when you don't actually land something quite well. Yeah. You just front out. Yeah, you <laughs> front out. <laughs> I thought that w that part of the video, because it, it wasn't the whole video, it was like a clear section of the video where they were just, uh, I guess just it taking was Taking the piss at, out of everything. Uh, I was, guess it was at Venice Beach and they were just doing, uh, you know, crazy trick to punch front. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and yeah. it, they would just punch front out of everything. I, I really like that. Um, I thought that was really, cool touch on uh on their movement and uh yeah like the the video itself was was awesome it, it, to me it was pretty much alfred scott show real plus friends yeah <laughs> but actually that's like the name of the video it was like alfredo <laughs> something and the banana crispy banana had a name, or something yeah. like that <laughs> like i don't remember what the name was yeah. but it's clear that it's like alfred scott and friends uh -huh. um but uh yeah like that julian williams i guess is uh Ginger named Mustard, or at least he was. I think he actually changed to yeah, Julian yeah, Williams he, now. Yeah. He's Julian Williams now. But yeah, he's, he's pretty talented as well. Like, yeah. I, I liked, his, um, I liked his, his skills. He's got Kong gainers and those like cast gainers as well. How old is he? Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I think he's like teenager still though, like 18 maybe, okay. 19. Yeah. Uh, maybe younger, I don't mm. know. I met him in Boston. He's a pretty nice guy. Cool. Mm. All right. Uh, well. Not too much else to talk about this week, but uh, we actually have a lot of questions. So I thought I'd get to try to get to some of these, some of the more popular ones. Um, first one, kind of at the top, it's got quite a few likes here. Um, if you've read the article "The Impact of Parkour" by Charles Moreland and Nic Nicole Sushi, 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 <laughs> spelled S-U-C-H-Y. Anyway. Uh, which just came out today, I'd be really interested in your take. Interesting things to hear about could be, oh, this gets long. Uh, your best guess based on your research and experience on the long-term effects on your joints of different amounts of impact. How coaches should communicate with students, especially young ones, about impact. Um, I'm just trying to shorten this. If the level of impact that we commonly see recreational tracers taking is unsustainable, what are the implications for parkour coaching and the parkour culture? Okay, so part one. <laughs> Uh, your best guess based on your research and experience on the long-term effects on your joints of different amounts of impact. Well, research is 
anecdotal. We're not uh, we're not taking data. Um, and I mean, my my biggest issue with this is you can't really tell how people recover mm-hmm. from like sure you uh, you know you train, you you get some something inflamed or you get like tiny stress fracture or something and then you recover and you recover you adapt because the human body adapts to it so we don't really know that's what so happens so that's the that's the biggest thing I, I have is the recovery did you read the article I skimmed it um, just like literally before we start recording here because I saw this question okay I um, I read the article last night mm-hmm. and uh, he, he cites some some research that they did this is this is really interesting um, they used like a rabbit and they basically attached it to some kind of machine. I don't know the full details, like they didn't write up the methods or anything. Mm-hmm. But basically they, I guess they had the rabbit just like take impact. Like, I don't know if like the machine just like dropped it like this a bunch of times or something mm-hmm. like that. It was, you know, pretty inhumane. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Tim, Tim would have some problems with it. Totally. But, <laughs> so the, the protocol though was, it was 56 impacts per minute for an hour every day for six weeks. Because that's what parkour is. That's what parkour is, right? (laughs) So no, so like that in itself, like that study to me, it does not tell you anything about parkour. No. It shows me that like, yes, impact is bad um, when it's done in extremely high volume, um, but nobody does 56 height drops in a per minute for an hour for six weeks in a row, like straight. Mm. Nobody does that. Apparently after three weeks, the rabbits were having like um, breakdown of their joints and cartilage. Um, that, that to me is like, a, it's, a, it's a study that doesn't tell you anything about parkour. Um, so I would be very skeptical um, when you look at that kind of research because mm-hmm. like you said, recovery, it's like you're not allowing, allowing that rabbit to recover. Um, one, the volume is way too high. It's, it doesn't actually mimic a, a parkour person at all. Two, the, the, there's absolutely no recovery. Three, it's not the rabbit taking drops. It's being pounded by this machine. I don't really yeah. even know. Also, how like it's massively up. different uh, anatomy there. Different anatomy. <laughs> like, uh, there's so many issues with trying to to make that um, to extend that into the parkour world. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's sort of that was the biggest standout in the article. Um, yeah, in terms of long-term impacts for parkour, yeah, like, I think taking a lot of, like, impact is probably going to have some, like, detrimental effects on your joints Mm -hmm. in the long run, Um, particularly if you're not strong, particularly if you're using poor technique, particularly if you're doing it with excessive volume. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I, I... I think I, I think parkour is it's not that bad for you. Like you know, yeah, you you should you should be training well. You should be training with minimal impact. Like I was talking to um, Dylan Baker when, while he was here, and you know he's got a ridiculous jump. He's got like you know some of the craziest skills in parkour. And you know he was like, yeah, most of my training is like low impact. That's like yeah. cool. Like that's a good way to train. Um, you know I feel like most people should train that. Like like maybe like. More low intensity days, lower, less, lower, less high intensity. Lower intensity days, particularly as you get better, particularly as you've been in the sport for longer. Yeah, and, and like a lot of his his stuff is like descending lines. So it's mm-hmm. like descending line, like good descending lines. It's not taking a height drop. It's actually like slowing yourself down as you yeah. fall, right? Which is a really cool concept. Um, 
in terms of yeah allowing like trying to reduce the gravity's impact mm-hmm. on on you. So yeah, I mean that was that's kind of my takeaway is uh, yeah there's there's probably some some long term effects on your joint health when you do parkour, mm-hmm. uh, particularly if you have high loads but and, and high volume. But if um, you know if you train smart, you train well, like it's not going to be that bad, not going to be that detrimental. Yeah. Uh, I just want to bring this up. Yeah, hold that for me. Okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, so I ruptured my Achilles tendon uh, about a month ago. uh, Complete rupture, doing a tic tac up a wall. During that session, I probably did 40 to 50 tic tacs of the same nature, Mm. using the same technique, and it didn't snap. You know, Um, so uh, it's an acute injury, but caused a lot probably by some fatigue in that session. We can Mm. point to that. We can point to the summer of training that I just finished, which was highly specialized. I usually do a little bit more general training um, throughout the year. And I just decided this summer, you know what, I'm going to be going after challenges like several times a week. Um, before that, I finished uh, an entire wave of like an eight-week uh, shock training program. So this is build up. Before it too, like I, had, I, had, uh, I was dealing with jumper's knee on this leg. So it was already starting to fall apart a bit. And again, we're kind of finishing this like summer season and I was already starting to, to implement some more general training. And uh, there's, I, I can't necessarily take away from it, like, oh, don't do exactly that again. You know, maybe, maybe taper off a little bit earlier. Maybe, maybe uh, take a little bit more rest. I already do, though. I already take rest in between stuff. I, I like to push it, though, you know? I like to uh, be able to perform a little bit under fatigue. And this is parkour, you know? Yeah. This is doing all these challenging things and adapting them is parkour, so I can't, justify telling someone and trying to police their, their movement mm-hmm. you know there, there's a little bit that can be done in terms of educating yeah. uh, but I almost think Ch- Charles's big problem is he's so wrapped under like this this it's so heavy on him this stigma of, of parkour being dangerous that he's like okay I gotta in my community make sure everyone's doing everything really really safe so they can't point at us but they're still gonna do it because yeah. the global you're never going to change the community at large of global people, people just doing stupid stuff and reckless things. And me, a guy who's been training over a decade and being as smart as I can about it, got caught being imperfect. Mm. You can't be perfect all the time. It's, yeah. it's, it's retarded. And there's, there's stress doing even other activities too. There's, you could be a runner, you know, doing like little impact at a time and mm. stuff like that happens to you. The sports where Achilles ruptures are most uh, prominent are actually court sports. Where there's cutting and stuff, and they're not doing the big draws and stuff we do. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a problem with parkour. Yes, we have, do have a bad stigma, mm-hmm. but I don't think the answer is just over, over policing people. And he's putting, you know, tags and stuff on, like I saw that photo and he's putting tags like, this is how much impact you have if you drop off. I think that's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's, I mean, sure, like he's showing off his research and stuff, but to, to point that out to people and to say, hey, don't, you know, yeah, this junk the um, the numbers he throws around in the article are a little bit concerning. It's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Got that nice spill going. <laughs> That's like a. <laughs> we came prepared like first, though. Dang it! We did come prepared. We came prepared. We really gotta use a <laughs> desk next time, maybe or something. I was reaching for my phone there to check the time. Oh, anyway. No. Go on, please. Please do not let this uh, interrupt the, you. Uh, the numbers, the numbers that he threw around in yeah. the article, um, he's just throwing out like, oh, how many pounds of force like you're experiencing, yeah. like when you're dropping off of this height, and, and if you weigh this much, and 
I think I think a lot of those are like scare tactics um, more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, it's like it, I don't think it's yeah maybe it's good good idea to have 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 some idea of the numbers. But what are the numbers really telling you? Um, yeah. Like what like and and why like why can't you just go more on like in, intuition on like how a jump felt. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, education, you know, talk to, talk to your students about like, about the effects of, of jumps and, and like what is control and what is, uh, what is a good landing, of course, obviously. Um, I guess the way you would convey it to them is like cleanliness, right? Mm -hmm. I, 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 would, I would say like you, should, you, shouldn't try to, you shouldn't try to be like Mr. Like, like, oh, like, you just did so much damage to your joints by jumping off of that height. You shouldn't be, like, that guy when you're communicating to your students. You should be like, no, like, that wasn't a very clean landing because you couldn't control that, that drop. You should start with much lower drops, build yourself up so that you can take that drop. Yeah. But even then, once you're that strong, you shouldn't do that jump very often, right? Because... Again, you have to be uh, you have to be cautious with with your body. Like, but again, it's not because like, oh, you'll 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 get hurt doing that. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody's gonna respect you if you're telling you if you're everything you say is like, oh, you're gonna hurt hurt yourself. It's the parkour police. Yeah. Uh, I, hear that. <laughs> so, um, I guess that's my thing with it. I, the the takeaway from the article was. Um, it seemed like kind of scare tactic-y, like it was really mm -hmm. like alarmist. Yeah. It was, which is, uh, which I think is, uh, is not the right way to approach things. I guess it got people thinking about it and talking about it, but, um, I appreciate, like all the takeaways, I appreciate his, his, you know, where he's coming from. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, you don't want people like just taking high drops unnecessarily. Wow. Technology is hard. Uh, this camera. <laughs> Uh, which is our main source of audio uh, shut off. I was recording at the wrong frame rate, I guess, this week. Uh, sorry about that, but we were just uh, finishing talking about... Uh, sorry about Sorry that. about... Sorry about that. Canadian. We were just <laughs> talking about uh, Charles Moreland's article. Uh, we're just wrapping up on that. So yeah. any final thoughts on uh, that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> Just in case we didn't get it, any final thoughts? I don't think my final thoughts really meant anything. It was just okay. like, yeah, I, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it was a little too alarmist. Um, mm. I think there's better ways of telling people not to take high drops than saying 800 pounds of force. You know, that's kind of a it's in your face. Yeah, I'm right here, man. You don't need to, you don't need to yell. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, we're kind of up to our. I want to make these half an hour, hopefully. Uh, we've already passed the half an hour mark, so I just want to get to two quick more questions here. Two quick ones. Quick. Uh, the favorite ones. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, got a lot of likes. Uh, Vinny Fiaco wants to know who is mom and who is dad. <laughs> um, I think I'm mom. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with your dad. And oh. Ma is mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's better. Good, good. Okay, uh, that's a quick one. These are the kind of questions we want. Um, two likes, no, it's not enough. Uh, oh, there's some good questions, but not, not enough likes. Um, do Brian's. Oh, yeah, okay, so two-parter from Brian. Um, got quite a bit of likes here. Who is the tallest tracer? You are, Brian. Everyone knows. <laughs> 
is Instagram the new main place for PK content? Yes. I hate, I hate, <laughs> I hate first of all, don't, don't say PK. It's, I mean, okay. Okay. Parkour. Um, and how could we use it more efficiently? Efficiently. I don't use that word. Someone's trying to get in the gym right now and they're being very rude about it. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Um, how do we use it more efficiently? You just post consistent good content that people like. Which is hard. And follow other people that have similar interests and stuff. Yeah. I think it's going to burn up. Um, it's by definition, if you're doing dailies and stuff, you're oversaturating your, your content. And I think eventually people are just going to get tired of seeing stuff every day or maybe not. Um, or, or it'll just, they'll favor like more creative. Yeah. I still think there's a place for the bigger videos. And I think if you look at who's popular or who's a popular, who has a big following on uh, social media are typically the people who are putting out larger content. Uh, so longer videos or bigger things. There's a couple, there, there are a couple people that are kind of making a, a good following just off of uh, social media. Well, uh, well, here's the example. Uh, Store, when they put out a feature-length video, feature-length like, yeah. movie, basically, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, that's com that's the antithesis of Instagram. That's like the answer to Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's 15 seconds. This is like hours long. So, and Storm's doing the same thing, and Merm is supposed to be doing the same thing. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think there's actually a place for both of it. I think there's like that, you know, ADD, uh, you know, generation is gonna really like the Instagram stuff. But but the re the dedicated parkour people, they're gonna start watching those longer videos as well. And then you know everything in between. I, I think just more parkour media is going to be good. Uh, we need just uh, we just need to make sure that an audience is developing, and uh, so some of that's going to be with you know continue doing what we're doing. Some of it's going to be the more sportification of, of mm -hmm. parkour, um, but you know we just need to grow the sport. Yeah, uh, I like to think of uh, Instagram as as a blog. Yeah, um, I I've always kind of wanted to have a blog for 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 parkour, mm -hmm. just for like my thoughts on parkour for training or whatever. Um, but uh, it's, it's a lot of work to want to write on a, on a frequent basis, mm -hmm. uh, but also to keep the content in, interest, interesting. And it's, it's also difficult with Instagram. Like I'm not, I'm not a photographer. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of know how to take good photos a little bit, but you know, I'm not uh, posting the kind of stuff the store or, or some of the Tempest guys are mm -hmm. posting as far as uh, photo quality. But you went to school for cinematography. I did go not to a lot of people school know that. for cinematography. <laughs> um, but cinematography and photography are two completely different things. Yeah, they I are. guess. They are. All right. um, you would but, know. <laughs> but currently, <laughs> currently, um, I'm I'm injured, and I'm actually uh, this is a long recovery. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at somewhere close to probably 200 days uh, from when I got injured to where I'll be doing parkour somewhat competently. Mm -hmm. So kind of the cool thing about Instagram for me right now is I'm trying to just do a daily post, um, and it's actually helped me keep track of the days. And only I. I'd be thinking like, oh, when, when did I do it? Oh, it was this. But uh, because I'm actually marking each post with day, you know, like today's like day 33, I have to check yesterday's post to, to check that. But um, uh, yeah, it's helped me keep track. Um, and it's, you know, keep me a little bit motivated, uh, some of the feedback and stuff there. So it's nice to have a little blog wanna, kind of do, thing do you like that. Do you want to plug your handle? Plug my res origins. Yeah. Follow at res origins. Follow for, for one-legged things. One-legged. Lava mm -hmm. 
One leg lava. Yeah. You should just change your handle to one leg lava for now. For now? Yeah. No. No? All right, no. fine. You could also follow Tom Jumps for perfectly functional human being. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, um, I spilled my coffee, so I think we'll call, call it, it there. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <scary>. <laughs> <laughs>